uh, the Man Cave Chronicles with Elias. Trevor, thank you all for joining me today on Press Day. Thanks so much for having me. I'm a little disappointed. I don't see a wrestling shirt on you. No, I wore uh, I wore I like coffee and maybe three people. It was a gift for my uh, for my in laws. But I've got a wonderful collection of wrestling tumblers on the shelf behind me. Because <laughs> I was telling people I was going to talk to you today, they're like, "Oh, he's going to have a wrestling shirt on." And I'm like, "Oh, we'll see." But that is that is the Rocks tequila behind me too. So. <laughs> So we have a uh, letter, Kenny, the final season's finally here. You know, I was just talking to Andrew and Tyler and I was still, you know, I watched the, the last season and um, it's a sad ending. You know, oh, yeah. if you're, hu you're a huge fan, you know, you get sucked into these shows, you know, and it's like, you know, it's finally over, you know, you know, there's always hopes for, you know, a couple episodes down the road or a movie and everything. But like, what, do, what are you hoping for when the viewers, the diehard fans tune in? What do you hope they get out of this last season? You know, I, I'm, I'm, I hope that they're satisfied by by the wrap up you know that they uh walk away you know happy with what they saw knowing that the characters are there you know if they ever need to go back to them that they're there but uh that you know that we took them on we took them on a journey and that they're somewhat satisfied with uh with how we finished it you know uh it, it's not goodbye it's uh so long for now right you mentioned the word journey, uh, you know, Squirrely Dan's journey throughout these seasons. How would you describe that? I mean, it was a real, uh, a real change. You know, Squirrely Dan started off as a recovering cocaine addict uh, who had, you know, spent his younger years getting into all kinds of problems and uh, ended up uh, as a student of women's studies, uh, expanding his horizons, trying to become uh, a better version of himself. And I, mm -hmm. uh, I think uh, Squirrely Dan is a character I'm very proud to have played, to have helped bring to life. And I hope people learn a lot from Squirrely Dan, that you can be, you know, salt of the earth, work with your hands, tough as nails, never back down from a fight kind of guy. But you can also be sensitive and kind and caring and uh, work on yourself and, uh, you know, step outside of your comfort zone and, and try new things and become a better version of you <laughs> <laughs> no you i said you mentioned the word connecting everything through all these seasons and everything like uh every day when you're on set how did you prepare yourself to connect with this character to get into this role you know it was it was real easy to, to slip into that character every time i put on the overalls it really just uh, uh came into place there and uh the character was never that far away once I found his voice in season one, it was always easy to get back into it. The hard part was was uh, was to stop talking like him afterwards. I mean, it would always be a couple of weeks after we wrapped on a season that I would, you know, my wife would catch me danning up my my uh, regular conversation with her. Mm. What are you gonna miss about Dan? Um, you know, I'm gonna I'm gonna miss. Uh, um, you know, I'm, I'm going to miss seeing where he's going and what he's doing and uh, uh, watching him uh, uh, grow as a person. And uh, mostly I'm, I'm going to miss, you know, uh, going to summer camp with my friends and uh, hanging out, having fun and, and having all those laughs that we used to have. How about a Squirrely Dan spinoff? Would you be all for that? You know, uh, if the script and idea was right, I'd be quite willing to climb into those overalls all over again. You know, I think... Maybe uh, maybe Squirrely Dan and Alexander could go on a road trip together, follow indie, indie wrestling around. <laughs> the, the the last episode uh, at the uh, did you get a chance to watch the last episode? 
I did. I did. Yeah. Okay. Like the the ending with uh, reflecting the journey and the memories through all these characters and everything. What went through your mind when you saw that part? You know, it was like seeing all those places uh, empty. We never saw those places empty. You know, it was always, there was a ton of crew, ton of cast, ton of people. You know, whenever we were at those locations, it was teeming with people. So uh, there was something haunting about uh, seeing them all empty. And actually, Kiso never told us about the four Gus that was going to be at the end. And, uh, you know, Gus was uh, Kiso's dog and, and kind of our our mascot for a long time there. Uh, you know, he'd pop into the show every now and again and was oftentimes the most present actor on the screen. And, uh, you know, we lost Gus during the run of the show. And uh, that for me, really, I, I kept it all together right until I saw four Gus. And then I then I got all that's when I started getting all weepy. That's <laughs> that's the one that punched me right in the feels. Yeah. Uh, last question. Uh, favorite line or joke in the series that always sticks with um, you? You know, uh, I, I've said it a few times today. The very first ad lib I ever did on a Letterkenny set was, uh, here's a tip. It's really hard to get tuna out of your dick hole. And uh, that was also the first time uh, I made the camera shake. And that sort of became the measuring stick for if you can get the cameraman to laugh so hard, he ruins the shot. That's then. Then that's as about as funny as you could be on the show. So uh, I'll always be very proud of being the first one to shake the camera. Amazing, Trevor. I'll, I want to thank you uh, for giving me permission to press day. This was great. Oh, thanks for having me.